Hey everyone, my name is Brett Howe and I am an athlete mindset and life coach. I'm a former dual sport ACAC athlete playing both hockey and soccer at the college level. I am now mom of four, entrepreneur and founder of AMP Coaching. AMP Intermission Podcast shares top-notch conversations with some of the most inspirational people around. I speak with those from top performing past and present athletes, coaches, to sport parents, and everyone in between. In sharing stories from adversity to triumph, this podcast will inspire athletes to follow their own genuine path to fulfillment in life and in sport. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. What is going on? Listen, today I want to provide you with a triple threat thriving attitude, balancing academics, athletics, and your social life. I get it. As an athlete, it was something I struggled with all the time. Where do I find that balance? How do I create time management? And especially as athletes right now, whether you're in college or you're wrapping up your first semester in high school, wherever you're at, there's always going to be during your season as a, as a hockey player, there's always going to be that juggle of athletics academics and social life and some of you have more than that going on and it's just really important that we take note and i think this episode will be very very beneficial to those who feel that pressure and that stress so often i can feel my athletes that i work with that stress rising as exams are coming up or semesters wrapping up or as they start a new semester and just trying to get back in the groove after holidays this can be an ongoing battle and if you feel like you're always running on a hamster wheel trying to keep up with everything it can really impact your game. And I think that as long as we have this thriving mentality in those areas, all aspects will be improved. All aspects we will be thriving in. Okay. So I know as a female athlete, as an athlete in general, I know the balance of these. I played college level soccer and hockey. I had a social life where I know one year I was actually married for my last year. I was married. So balancing that time with that significant other while having friends who were navigating through challenges in their own lives that I always felt like I needed to be there for them. I was captain of my hockey team. So I felt this desire to be that support system for the young rookies coming in or anyone that needed it. And on top of that, I was taking a high level of academics. I was really pushing to finish. I had done two programs. And I was pushing to finish those in the time frame I had because my hockey career was winding down. I only had one year of eligibility left by my final year of school. And I wanted to get to my diploma so I didn't have to keep going to school and not play hockey, right? So I've been there. I can resonate with it. There's this nuance about we got to balance. It's a balancing act. But I more think of it as integration. But also one thing I've learned through my life is you can be all in on one thing. And then put your time and energy and focus into that. And then you got to pull back and go all in on something else. Now, when I talk about that in my life now, it's like I have to spend eight hours a day grinding in my work. And then I pull back and I disconnect from that. And I go all in on my kids, their activities and everything they've got going on in my social life. And then I pull back. And then I just learn that it's always out of balance. I have to accept that it's always out of balance, but it's, a, it's about recognizing where you need to put your attention, your focus and your energy 
in certain times throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, wherever it might be, right? Especially as athletes wrapping up, you know, their semesters, they have to put a lot more attention into one area. And I think the ACAC has done a very good job of just making kids pull back in December to really focus on their studies, to actually giving them that healthy push to recognize that. So it's something I struggled with, but time management was something that I really had to hold in on. And as an athlete, you know, I had to give and then I had to pull back in areas and it can be draining. But as long as we are in pursuit, as long as we are doing things that are in alignment with our mission, then I find that that burnout doesn't come. It, it's more when we commit to too many things that aren't really a heck yes for us, right? So how do we get the full student athlete experience? Well, it's not easy. But the good things in life aren't meant to be easy. Getting to where you are to be a post-secondary student athlete, it shouldn't have been an easy battle. And if it is, if it was, you probably didn't challenge yourself enough, right? So being a student athlete is such an experience. And I'm so grateful that I was able to go through that. Being able to manage your academic and athletic commitments while into post-secondary school is awesome. It's so fun. And it it really sets you up. You know, I've seen the time that sport has taught me so much more than I might have taken in just an educational class. So it teaches you that time management, okay? And recognizing where you're at with your academics. I have a lot of overachievers in my program right now. I have a lot of girls who are perfectionists and they really don't give themselves a trace in their academics when they have a high intense level of sport, you know, commitments coming up in that week or that weekend. And then maybe their grades take a little bit of a, a sidetrack there. They don't give themselves grace and that leads to them like losing their confidence and feeling that stress and not being able to commit and compete at their highest level. So I like to really acknowledge that you need to have grace as a student athlete. You need to be able to really recognize when and where you need to push and when you need to relax and sit back. Now, the common challenges I see is athletes wanting to do all of things right so they want to excel at a high level on academic and i'm not saying you can't do that and then they want to excel at a high level athletic and then they want to do additional athletic athletic training and then they want to have a social life and the challenges i see aren't necessarily that those aren't all manageable it's that there is certain aspects in each one that aren't actually in alignment with them that aren't actually serving their highest quality and that's when they start to struggle and burn out. And it has an impact on your social life because then you go out and you're exhausted and then you just get more and more exhausted and it's a never-ending cycle. And when does your body catch up? When does your body have that moment to take a breath and relax and recharge? So I think the biggest thing for me was learning how to set boundaries to protect myself. If I have something coming up in academics, okay, recognize that and make time for it. If I have something coming out in athletics, recognize where I'm at, where I need to get to, and maybe my social life takes a little bit of a lull for a bit during there, right? So these are all strategies that we need to develop for our time management. One thing that has been crucial for me in my adult life is time blocking, and I've been getting my athletes to start implementing this. So what we do is we set out a calendar for ourselves. I do this the night before. I've got a really busy day coming up, and it's you know, my brain is just feeling overloaded. We time manage. So we time block. So I should say. So I get a calendar. What time am I waking up? That's my start of my calendar. And what time am I disconnecting? And then, you know, basically calling it a night. 
So then I do increments of 30 minutes or an hour and I start putting in when I'm going to do everything. Making sure that I first put my commitments in there, the things that are non-negotiables, okay? As athletes, your practices are non-negotiable. Your education, whether you're going to school from nine until three, nine until noon, whatever it might be for that day coming up, you put that in there. And then you start to see the white space and then you've got another list of, okay, these are all the things I need to get done, listed in, in priority, and this is where I'm going to fit them in. Also, recognizing as athletes when you are at your highest energy. For me, it's the morning. Any of those tasks that require focus, function, high energy, guess what? I'm cracking them in the morning. Some people are more energy at night. So then recognize that, find those tasks that you need to complete and do them in the evening. This is a huge asset and this has been able to allow me to maximize my time. I can tell you as a past student athlete that played two sports in college and now being a mom of four, running my own business, working alongside someone else as well, and having a marriage to uphold, a household to uphold, and activities for all my kids to compete in. I am far more busy now than I have ever been in my life. So if we keep waiting for life to slow down, to do the things that, you know, that we know that we need to do for our restorative health, guess what? We will never get to that restorative part. So in your time blocking, do not forget to put in there restorative, whether it's meditation, you know, reading a book, even if it's disconnecting in some way, shape, or form, I would strongly recommend not allocating it time too much time to be on your phone and doing the things that aren't serving you but if you need to just disconnect from reality make space for that make time for that right those are some really great techniques that i've been able to implement and just recognizing and analyzing your week above so that you don't feel the stress knowing when important dates are coming up keeping that on its calendar for yourself in your brain setting alarms in your phone to keep you moving and keep you navigating from one task to another and when you're doing this, when more setting and time blocking, set a realistic schedule. Okay. One thing for me is I say something's going to take me 15 minutes. I know better. I know it's going to take me 20, 30 minutes. And making sure that I do that, that I really allocate enough time and eliminate the distractions for the things that you are doing in that moment. So if I'm working on a podcast record, there is my phone is off. My phone is away from me. I am not taking calls. I have my office door closed. You know, all the things I'm doing that are eliminating my distractions because that's what really can take away the time and space. Every time you get distracted, it takes that much more time to get back involved. Okay. There is a correlation between academic success and sports performance. Now, I'm a firm believer that I take life as a holistic approach. So if I'm thriving in one area, Typically, I'm allowing that energy, that space, that thriving mentality into another area. I call that the growth mindset, the abundance mindset. If I'm living in scarcity in one area of my life, there's a pretty good chance that it's impacting all the other areas of my life. So it's about shifting that entire mindset into growth and abundance. And I talk about that with my athletes is growth and abundance are the mindsets that are going to bring you that abundance, that bring you that positivity and that encouragement and that energy. So. Set, your, set a realistic expectation for where your educational level can be, where your academics can sit, while also setting those realistic goals for your sport. Now, you want to be the best version of yourself, so you have to figure out what is that. Get to know who you are, get to know what's important to you, and you set those goals for yourself. You set that line. 
right? In all of this, you can be all in on your academics, all in on your athletics and say, I'm going to let my social life just go by the wayside because you know what? Those are the two things I have time for, not that. We were meant to have community. We were meant to be surrounded by people. There is no doubt about that, okay? I'm a firm believer that we need community. We need people. We need interaction. Yes, you get that on your team as athletes that play team sport and get that. But you also need to create a social life and maintain a social life for yourself. That doesn't mean going on party, but it means just making sure you're surrounding yourself with people that are really filling your cup, connecting. We are meant to have human connection. Participate in social activities that are in alignment with you. Don't participate in the activities that you're hemming and hawing about. You know, that's been a main goal of mine, and you probably heard me say it before, is if it's not a heck yes, it's a no. And in some aspect, we need that social life. For me, it's like driving to my my daughter's practice. She practices 35 minutes away. If I can have a friend in the vehicle and create that like conversation, you know, just three days ago, I was actually driving to a hockey game, which is an hour away to play. And I had a girl come along with me. And I said, this is like what really fills my cup and gets my energy flowing and going. It's having these really important conversations, these social directions that just feel good at the end of it, right? So maintain that social life. That's really, really important. And you have to set those boundaries. That's a big one is setting boundaries in your physical and mental well-being, setting boundaries around your academics, a social life, and your athletic career. You need to really be able to acknowledge, and that's why I said it's not a heck yes, it's a no, right? Acknowledge when to push, when to pull, get to know your body. And again, utilize support system, utilize your friends, coaches, teammates, academic advisors. If you're struggling, if you're like, I go to class every day in a royal fall asleep, which is something I was guilty of. I was taking general studies. I was not fulfilling any sort of purpose for my education. And I was plummeting. My grades were failing in my first year of university. I did squeak by and pass, but barely. Seek help from academic advisors. Hey, I'm thinking that I want to change this up. I'm thinking that this is in alignment with me. I want to be able to come to class and really enjoy what I'm learning. And right now I'm not. Seek help. Okay. And if you are questioning what you're taking as maybe you're a post-secondary listener, because if you're questioning that, I do have girls and I work with that are. Start to make lists of what kind of things light your soul up higher. What are your passions and purposes? Because when I look at adults who are not thriving in life or not winning in life, post their sport, after their sport goes, it's because they are not fulfilling any sort of mission or purpose that's in alignment. You have to be able to say, this is why I was put on this planet. And that changed everything for me when I started to acknowledge that. And as athletes, you can give yourselves a leg up if you study the things that are actually of service to you, study those things that are actually interesting for you, right? So I would encourage you to lean on those people to help you. And if you're like, I don't know what to do, where to go, lean on those people who know you best. Hey, what am I good at? What would? Where would I be able to put my strengths forward and help others? If you're questioning it, it can always be of service to others. I strongly feel that if we as humans can be of service to others and find a way to make an income while making that impact, that is when we fulfill that purpose. As a student athlete, you know as well as I do, you need to have that flexibility and adaptability, whether it's in your game or in your academics or in your social life. 
there's unexpected challenges. My coach always has to say, expect the unexpected. So as an athlete, developing that ability to be flexible, to adapt, to change, and allowing times for changing schedules and knowing that you've got opportunity to make up those areas. Okay. And again, goal setting, you need to have goal set. You need to be able to have realistic, achievable goals for all areas of your life and be mindful of them because this keeps you on track. This keeps you on course. Okay. I have grown so much as being able to be a past athlete who now is able to balance all aspects of my life. And I like to use balance loosely because it's about being out of balance and just knowing it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. But for me, I have moments where I sprint. I do those intervals and I give everything I've got, go all in in one area and pull back in others. But I have found for me that works because I have so many different faucets of my life that need it full attention when they're in there, when they're requiring that for me. You know, my kids will require my full attention. I can't be happy on that. But when they're away, when they're at school, when they're, you know, at daycare, wherever they might be, guess what? I can be all in on my other aspects of my life. So I really recommend taking a moment to see what things in life serve you the most. Make an inventory of that and make sure you're making time and space for that. And recognizing that you can be a triple threat. You can excel and thrive in all those areas, academics, athletics, and social. And when you learn how to balance that time and navigate through when you put your focus and attention into certain aspects, you will lessen the potential of burnout. Thanks guys so much for listening. And I hope this episode has served as some important information for those who may be struggling with their academics, might be struggling with their athletics. How feel like they have no social life. If you ever want more advice, if you ever want to lean in on asking me for support, please don't hesitate to reach out.